Welcome. This is Victoria Schnepps, publisher at Schnepps Media and a group of community newspapers across our region of New York City, Long Island, and Westchester. And we are the Power Women. Feel the power in our podcast. Coming to you from schnepsbroadcasting.com, and you can be hearing us at any place a podcast are found. We're brought to you by Brookdale University Medical Center, and they're part of the One Brooklyn Health Systems, the leader in healthcare in East Brooklyn. Today, I am thrilled to have sitting with me the CEO of Oster Agency, the one and only Karen Oster. Welcome, Karen. Thank you, Vicki Schnapps. What a wonderful introduction. Well, it's honest because you have had made an impact and you're like me. We've started our businesses from scratch and we built them. And I'm a big believer that somehow when we were growing up, our family life was such that it helped us be who we are today. Could you talk to us a little bit about your growing up years? I know you first were born in, in Brooklyn and born then you moved Brooklyn, to Long Island. And I you know, was born in Flatbush um, and raised on Long Island, uh, but back here in Brooklyn for the past 35 years. Um, I was raised, my father and mother, who are still around and I'm very close with, uh, my mom was a stay-at-home mom. My father was a printer, and um, my father was a really hard worker. He worked many hours, many jobs, and um, one of my first jobs was when I was maybe in second grade. Uh, my father would sell used cars. He would buy cars, fix them up, and the penny savers, there would be a list of um, descriptions of cars, and people would call to buy cars, and I would sell cars, second grade. That's where I got my uh, my start in sales. I love it. Karen Oster, selling cars in I, second grade. I, I'm like, you know, mint condition. Only in America. <laughs> mint condition, you know, um, interiors that were, you know, I, I would talk about the, the whitewashed tires. I mean, I, you know, I was already selling. But what was the environment in your house growing up that may have influenced you to be, have the courage to be who you are today? Um, I was a, I'm an, my, my bro, baby brother and I, I was a, a bossy big sister. They call it bossy. I call it strong leadership skills. Um, so early on, I took on the role of leading, leading the pack. And it was in suburbia where I was a, I, I think I ran the street. I would organize um, the street activities. And I think having that leadership early on, having the, you know, there's so much freedom you know, back in the early 70s to run wild in the streets. Not, you know, my mother was home cooking dinner. We'd be playing in the streets and, uh, you know, navigating this friendships and neighbors. And but well, uh, did, Was she a ring the bell mom that yes, you had to come home yes, to for now? dinner? Yes. Did everybody sit around the dinner table? Yeah, was, was it home. that? Yes. Same, old school. Leave it to beaver kind yes, of school. It was. My mother always cooked dinner and we were always around the table. And, you know, I think those um, old fashioned uh, family ethics. Uh, were what kind of you know made me confident. My my parents really uh, just showed me love, love, love. That's it. Something as simple as that. Yeah. Well, and mm -hmm. how you were able to take it in and keep it in. Yes. That self esteem piece that was able to be built. My mother never squashed my personality, and that's really I see it with my own kids. 
Um, now adults, but um, you know, she saw I was. I had strong opinions early on, and no one squashed me. Maybe the you know, out, maybe teachers tried to squash me, but my parents always encouraged me. And that's I think really, that's huge. It is huge. Sometimes we don't recognize it until we're older. Yes. To be able to put our finger on what enabled us to have the courage to be. Well, you are really an entrepreneur. Yes. So your career today, tell us how you created the Oster Agency. Um, it all started back when I um, had kids. I had my daughter, Aaliyah. Uh, she may have been around three years old, and my son, Alex, was one. And I was hanging out in Pierpont Park in Brooklyn Heights with my good friend, Paula Greif Zanes. And she said something to me about, hey, you know, you're really bossy. You would make a great producer. And I realized, I said, well, thanks again, emphasizing my strong leadership skills. Um, luckily enough, her husband was a bona fide rock star. And she said, you know, Dan's looking to you know, change his career into kids' music. And right then and there, we decided to do a family dance party. And that was the beginning of my career uh, Oscar events. I ran it from my house. And I did a family dance party in, in the Pierpont Park in Brooklyn Heights. And the next uh, concert, I got sponsors, and the cr uh, crowds grew, and the, um, it eventually grew from, you know, that small idea of creating family dance parties with sponsors um, to creating experiences in large spaces and drawing crowds in. So that was and now you are doing events for related properties, one of the largest, uh, I guess, REITs yes. in our region. I'm very proud of that. And how you grew the company. Yes. What do you think has been um, uh, kind of the fun part of your business? Because okay. I think you have fun what you do. I love it. I often <laughs> it's say... It's a little secret. We yeah, work, but we yeah, love I, what we do, I right? I <laughs> say, and I don't tell anyone that I work for, but I would probably do it for free. I, I love creating. So... What's more exciting than coming up with ideas that will draw people to come places? And this is New York City, the greatest city in the world. So I get to meet artists and designers and comedians and actors and just things that will draw crowds. And it's been a, what a gift to um, create experiences, to launch brands, to revamp brands, to bring people together and to educate. That's what our experiences do. They educate people and what's hot and what's interesting and, you know, just to expand your mind. So uh, you've done that also while bringing up two children. How do you balance your life? I mean, now I know the kids are kind of on their own, but of course I believe kids are never yes. on their own. Yes. <laughs> they always need you. Yes. You're a mother forever. Yes. But what was the trick of balancing your, your life at those days when they were in the uh, nurturing time? Kids come first. That's the rule of thumb for me. I could be producing a, an event for one million, which was the Atlantic Antic. My kids know today and every day that they are my number one. And everything else, money comes and goes, even sometimes friendships and loves. But my children are my number one. And I kept that true. It, although difficult at times, I mean, when you're producing and you're, you know, moving hundreds of people around, you know, and then you have to kind of come small and remember to take care of your kids. And that's... I think that's really what it's about, parenting, is being present, you know, letting go of the... Back then, fortunately, there wasn't social media or any of these cell phones. Or I was present. When my kids needed me, I was there. And that's holds true till today. I mean, um, you know, 
I had children for a reason. And I, I, always, kids first. I mean, I, I ran the company from my house. I'm just going to say, Karen Oster is a, uh, a businesswoman of great success, and yet, you know, the priorities have been there forever for you. Yeah, well, and again, maybe it's my mom, who was my, a stay-at-home mom, old-fashioned, but I, I think that's where I, my confidence came from, and I think that you can't... Um, who cares about all this stuff? It really cares about how you, you know, how you feel inside. But I also think, um, like me, you created a business that was flexible enough to be a mother to your children. Yeah. Well, isn't that the greatest? I mean, how lucky to be able to be around for your kids because that time goes and it's gone for me. I mean, not, I mean, yes, they still come back and my son's graduating and coming home to live with us. And I'm so happy to have him back. But that all passed so fast. When you're in it raising children, you think it's going to last forever, but here I am, I'll be 53 in December, and how lucky am I that I was really present when it mattered. And it's all, in, you know, I can't go back in time at all, but I did is what I did. And I'm grateful that they're well and healthy and, you know, strong. So how did you get a million people out for Atlantic Antics? Well, luckily enough, um, you know, the Atlantic Avenue, we started extending the uh, festival block by block, um, so as the years went on, it went. We moved it down to also the, to the waterfront, which Brooklyn Ridge Park didn't exist back in the day. Uh, but you know, while I produced it for ten years, we you know expanded it block by block. So it went expanded from uh, from the Brooklyn Ridge Park, and then luckily enough, we built the Atlantic, um, the Barclays Center. So again, we expanded it to extend to the Barclays Center. So um, you know, when I took over the Antic, of course. Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn was fabulous. It always was. But, you know, it really was changing. And sponsors initially would not want to be on 3rd Avenue, 4th Avenue, which is now so funny because it's such a, you know, you know, just institutional memory. To, you know, I, I'm, I recall how people didn't want to go down there and look what's happened now. It's such an amazing area. We are on fire in Brooklyn. Yeah, we are on fire in Brooklyn. And talk to me a little bit about the advice you would give other women who are looking to become successful? I always suggest that women find a mentor. It's a lot easier when you have someone to throw ideas at. Did you have a mentor? I did. I had several. Well, first off, my friend Paula in the park, who said be a producer, she was a uh, very successful MTV uh, video director. So she kind of guided me and gave me some great... Uh, strength and also advice. And I have other f girlfriends that are successful that have given me and a lot of men as well, I will say, a lot of wonderful men that have helped me. But um, I tell, if you have an idea, say it. Um, take baby steps. Find someone to you know throw it at, but then take baby steps towards that goal. That's my number, my number two piece of advice. Take baby steps towards a goal. Don't stay, stand still. If you really want something, you have to go towards something. Set that goal and go. Um, and I think, uh, three, stay true to you. Don't pretend to be not what you're not. Be who you are because it's so much easier to make money when you are who you, you know, do what, what you are. You know, just stay true. Don't fake it. Well, you can't fake it, but don't. You can't fake it forever. You, you can't fake it forever. You can fake it for a little bit, but be true to yourself. So that's my advice for anyone starting out.
Well, I think, you know, that um, that's fascinating. I get a um, newsletter every day from Investors Bank on daily inspirational thought. And just today they spoke about how being authentic is critical because how do you keep reinventing yourself if you're not authentic? Right, because you're unique in your authentic way. So you'll always be unique if it's your way. So that's what we do with our brand experiences at Oster Agency. I always tell you know my clients that you really have to emphasize what's true to the brand. Otherwise, you just get lost in the crowd. So, so what do you think has helped you grow your business? Because, you know, like you said, I started my business with one newspaper and now we own 75. But it was one step. What helped you to grow the business? Every year, every August, I take time off and I take a look at the market. I really stop and assess what we did in the past year and see what's changing in the marketplace. And I am agile to what go after the next big thing. And staying ahead of the curve is important. I mean, it's also exciting and interesting. I, so what know. was the biggest thing you saw this year? Well, okay, well, I can't tell you yet because I'm, I'm producing those events and that's a, I'd have to kill you. No, 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 no. Uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> right, I don't want that. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, uh, health and wellness, of course, was a, a big uh, industry that we had our finger on the pulse, um, really listening to what's happening because people really want to experience, be well. And that's important everywhere you go now. I mean, it's interesting how, you know, it's not about drinking excessively and, you know, just, you know, eating red meat to your past. It's people really want to live well. And by doing, you know, by exercising and eating right and, you know, just, you know, having the right adaptogens, people are taking care of themselves. And that's really important in, in a lot of the experiences that we're producing. So here's Karen Oster talking about health and wellness. And we are brought to you today by the Brookdale University Medical All Center. All about the sponsors. Which is go. part of Bring the One Brooklyn Health System and the leader in healthcare in Brooklyn. And I think this is really where it's at to yes. be well and take care of yourself. Living well, living long, and living well. Well, I believe that if you take good care of yourself, then you can take care of other people that you care and love about or work with. I agree. Yes. So thank you, Karen Oster, for being with us from the CEO of the Oster Agency. Thank you, Congratulations Vicky. on your fabulous success. Thank you, Vicki. Thank you so much.